From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's The Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again, back again, back again, back again. It is The Power Move. Yep, I'm John Gafford. I'm your host. To the left of me, Colt, regifter, Amadan. Right, I don't regift. I the, take your gifts. The king of the regift. King of the regift. Sloppy seconds. That's, 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 that's Colt sloppy second Amadan. There you go. That's it. I'll take it. Thank you, everybody. And again, John Gafford loves Scott. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. And of course, joining us, the counselor, Chris Connell. How are you, sir? Living the dream. Living the dream, indeed. Well, today on the podcast, among other things, I think you know. I think there's a couple things people don't know. I think I think people think that there's some sort of secret to success. There's some sort of a formula, and I, and I do. I agree with that. There is a formula to success. Sure. And, and we're gonna kind of we're gonna kind of dive in today about what it takes to win, man. What I mean, people say, "Oh, you're lucky. You're this, that. That guy's a winner, dude." What does it take to be a winner? And lucky for us, there's a cat out there named Zig Ziglar. I think everybody's probably heard of him. How do I, you know, if you haven't read How to Win Friends and Influence People, shame on you. Stop right now. Go buy the damn book. <laughs> That's, Carnegie? Yeah. Dale Carnegie, starting there. And then Zig Ziglar. Yeah. And, and then who else? There's Zig uh, Ziglar. Dynam- and then Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Dynamite? Napoleon, <laughs> Napoleon Hill. Yeah, I mean, there's just some of these books that you should have read. You had to have read them. You just had to have read these books. Mastery by Robert Greene. Yeah, I mean, there's just some you had to read. And, and so every week, once in a while, we try to jump on one of these books and make it go. And this week, we're going to talk about Zig Ziglar's book, which is called Born to Win, shockingly enough. But before we get to that, guys, there's a, there's a lot of things going on. We're talking about porn to win? No, what not porn say? to win. No, not porn to win, Colt. Born to win ah, is what God, we're talking you about. Got, I was like, ooh, yeah, I got just, a lot just, to talk about today. No, just born to win. So, you know, a couple things that, that happened to me that I've realized is, and if you have kids speaking about born to win, we're just, we'll go with born to just drive me batshit crazy oh. is what we're going to talk about. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, you see the videos online of the kids covered with like peanut butter. They come around the corner of the pantry. There's like the one-year-old like, ah, mm. I, I painted my brother peanut butter. And it's cute and you laugh, right? Yeah. No form. But this no is form. what I realized. You know, but really, who's inconvenienced by the peanut butter bath? Is it the, is it the little brother who's standing there covered in peanut butter looking like a swamp monster? No. Or it's it's me. the parent that has to clean it's them me. up. It's me. I have to clean them up. And the first thing I see in those videos is, yeah. all right, now I got to get the towels out. I do a load of laundry. You got jam all over the floor. Yeah, now I got now now I have problems because yeah. of this, right? And as they get older, the problems get the problems don't change, but they get they get older. See, here's the problems. Possibly. No, here, here's the issue. Lessons are taught until they are learned. If you don't learn, then they keep, then you, the lesson will come back around again. That is a great phrase. It, it is. Lessons are taught until they're learned. And unfortunately, education comes with pain. And if there's no pain involved in the situation, or if the pain is not your pain, chances are you don't learn the lesson. You don't suffer it. Case in point this weekend, we're down at Newport. And, uh, you know, my kids are going to go run around the Strand and, and, and have a little bit of freedom. They each had a friend, so they get to run down. We live pretty close to all the restaurants and stuff in Newport Peninsula. And uh, <clears throat> the kids are going to run down there. My daughter always carries a Vans backpack. My son barely knows if he has shoes on. So I say to my kids as they're about to leave, I pull, my wife goes, they can take my credit card. I look at my daughter, look at both of them. I mean, this isn't like over my shoulder. This is look into my eyes and understand the instructions, right? I say, this credit card goes into Roma's bag and then it comes out to go to, to pay. 
as soon as it's done paying, it goes right back into Roma's bag. When you, when we all get back here, I'm going to ask you to deliver the credit card back to me out of the bag. I feel like I'm following this. Yeah, out of the bag, right? <laughs> you, you got simple, it, pretty right? Good. Yeah. Does everyone understand that? Yeah, there is no I'm deviation from quiz. said plan. <laughs> this ready is for it. a quiz. Yeah, this is the plan. So we go out, the kids come back, we get back, and what happens? I look at him and I go, hey, Roma, where's the credit card? First thing out of her mouth, I don't know, Hayden took it. What do you mean Hayden took it? He picked it up off the table, wouldn't give it back to me. Hayden, where's the credit card? I put it on the counter. What do you mean you put it on the counter? I put it right here on the counter. Well, it ain't here now. Turn the whole house upside down. Where were you carrying said credit card back from restaurant to house? In my back pocket. <laughs> Where do you carry your phone? In my back pocket. Okay, do you, let me explain to you how friction and physics yeah, work. Sticky yeah. cases. Gone. Lost that. So that's the sun. So equally guilty for that. More more leaning on the sun on that one. So now my wife has to, of course, go through the fiasco of canceling all of the online setup bill pay that she has on this credit card and get another one. Ugh. Now, before we leave to go to the beach, because we're taking friends, uh, obviously I just got the new car. And uh, when I came home, first thing, because I wasn't there, but friend Roma's friend had already shown up. First thing out of her mouth was, I really like your new car. Okay, so you obviously saw the car. I didn't even think twice about it. Just saw the car, packed the car, we're leaving, whatever, blah, blah. Go out this morning, get ready to go to a meeting, walk out. <laughs> car, car's dead. Yeah. I mean, dead. And obviously, she got in there and left the lights on. Now, this is a, it's a relatively, there's, there's only 300 of these cars running around apparently on the planet right now. And nobody has any idea yeah, how to get into it, how to start it. it. I'm calling the Maserati dealership. They're like, bro, we, I, I mean, we have no idea, right? It's like, let me call three different people. So it's like an Easter egg hunt to try to even figure out how to get the door open, which I finally did. Then I get the frunk open, the front trunk, yeah. and I can't get the, the engine hatch back. So hopefully now we have the information required to get my car back. to. Like, how nervous are you to jump that car? I, I'm not. I'm going to ah, trickle it. I'm not that, jumping that. Right. So, so to your point, though, yeah. at which point? point in any of these stories has anybody suffered other than you no well okay well, let, well here's the deal so i did i taxed my kids over the credit card smart i said how long is this going to take you to sort all this stuff out for mom mom's like probably half an hour i said cool and not and, you know and granted mom's a little different because she doesn't have an hour you know she doesn't have an hourly wage right. so i just decided to tax it at 50 bucks so I said, hey, you know, they own the, they own the machines here. I said, everything you're going to get on the machine is going right back to mom for 50, you know, because for the time and trouble of doing this, right. there's your tax. The dead car, haven't quite, haven't quite got there yet. <laughs> Probably going to pay for the trickle charger is what I'm thinking. But yeah, there's got to be some sort of pain because if you don't have pain, you don't learn the lesson and the lesson will continue to come until it's done, right. until it's learned. It's and I think that, like I used to always get on my kids about stupid stuff. My wife's like, God, you're such an asshole. It's the stupidest thing. I'm like, no, it's not. Like this is going to lead to something bigger if we don't treat them right now. And I think people just let little th stuff go. Like most parents would be like, don't do that again. Right. Like, oh, hell not. Yeah. <laughs> most people do that. And like you said, you'll never learn that way. Yeah. I, dude, you, you've got to have some pain associated with the lesson. Like, so, so if you have ever owned a credit card yourself individually as yeah. an adult, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Would you rather take a kick in the ass, the ass meat in the buttocks all day. By Kamara all day. Usman. All day. All day. Have Kamara all Usman day. just come up, give you one kick. Every day. Yes. Yes. In the thick of the ass. Yes. Yes. Or have to touch. Yes. And restart credit card yes. payments. 1,000%. Oh. I would take that I would kick take all day a long. kick by an ultimate fighter. Yep. All day long. In the ass. It's such Maybe an even in the ribs. The I, like, I'd have to really. Yeah. I, there's very few things on this planet I would rather not have to it deal with. It is such a pain in the ass. You have all this stuff, especially if it's your card that you have on auto payment on everything. I had an uh, LVAC bill one time go delink. I'm like, I, 
I forgot that that's, it was there. They, they it's always that two dollar one. That's the one going to ruin your credit. Stupid. It's like go oh. to log into Netflix. All of yeah. a sudden, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. You're like it's just, wah, wah. we had it's one. They're sad. like, oh yeah, you owe eight dollars and ten cents. Like, could you make that payment now? I'm like, uh, I think <laughs> Kicking so. Kicking the ass from Kamara yeah. Usman will go away in a day or two. Mm-hmm. I'll deal with this credit uh, card it's, nonsense. It's terrible. So, yes, but you know what? That that's 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 being born. That's that's failing. I think is the credit card story. So let's yeah. talk about winning because that's what we want to do. And a lot of this stuff, um, it, it's funny how this turns out. So I just want to hit some high points from this book. Uh, again, born to win by Zig Ziglar. Check it out. But we're gonna start with this one. One of the main reasons people fail to reach their full potential is because they're unwilling to risk anything. I just had that conversation uh, Saturday. You know, my son was asking somebody, you know, why do you get paid so much? Who gets paid? You know, talking about that. And mm-hmm. I said, you get paid off of risk, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Hard work, not really. You know, the landscape would make more money than anybody if you had to work hard work, right? It's risk, in my opinion. And I don't think people comprehend the stress and risk that you take usually correlates with your, your income, in my opinion. Experience and time, too. Well, yeah, you know, you know for, and licensing and expertise. For, for me, for, for me, for me, even though they're even though they are synonyms a little bit, I break it up into risk and hazard. Is what I break it into. Risk is something that's manageable. It's quantitative. I can I can gauge it against something else. Hazard. I use that word in, in my uh, analyzation of things as danger. Like, like this is too far beyond my, like risk is, risk is acceptable, but once you get beyond a certain point, it's hazard and you're acting irresponsibly. And that's where that line for a lot of people. Now, sometimes, you know, I have some partners and some things that I do that, that sometimes push the envelope of what they do to the point where I have to say, whoa, 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 we, we're stepping out of risk now and we're stepping into hazard right. and I, I, like don't opera- <laughs> I don't operate at hazard. I, I have before, and it is absolutely—it's blown up in my face. But so that's where your business and the value of what you do comes in, right? On yeah. a general scale, we talk about a brokerage. You have a real estate agent, oftentimes for their expertise, but as well to defer problems to, yeah, and to mitigate your own risk as a buyer. If I was out here and I had no real estate experience, and I was going to go buy a house from somebody, they got a pile of bricks there. Okay, give mm-hmm. me uh, this much money, and I'll give you that. Great. Right. When you involve brokers and agents, you have somebody that's responsible. Right. right. So that's where that's where sometimes um, people think, oh, you guys don't even do this much work for what you got. But it's like, think of the risk I just took away from you for yeah. that value. Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, and, and even getting into real estate, you're you're doing risk. I mean, a lot of times you're putting up. I remember when I got into it, I saved X amount of money. And I was like, here we go. Either going to lose everything I own or it'll succeed. I mean, you put risk. I mean, just taking a listing up take risk with that sure it cannot sell and i'm out thousands and we, thousands you're and out thousands hours, hours of your time mm. well not in that like commercial is not like we can't just put on an mls and take nice photos and do stuff it costs me every month to list something so you know to me it's a risky little investment sure every time. no no of course of course <laughs> it is you know the next thing it says if you believe as i do that you were born to win you're going to have to find you're going to have to find your fears and start facing them which means this, I, I know a lot of people that are borderline narcissists, I'll say, 
Um, I, I like to try, and, and I, the reason I'm very hypersensitive to that is I'm always scared, I'm always terrified personally. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leap off that ledge, <laughs> right? So I always try to understand my own limitations and always try to keep myself mentally in check that way. But I think what it means is there are a lot of people that I know that are that are borderline narcissists that just assume the world should open up for them because they're special, right? Right? Because I, I should just be winning and I should just get what I can because I'm a special person is what they think. When the reality of it is if, is if you, you can believe that you should be successful, you can do that, but it comes with the responsibility of facing fears that go along with that, of facing the trials and tribulations to get you where you are. Right. So I think that's what he's trying to say there, and that's what he's trying to do, because there are far too many people that just think they're special. Yeah, I, that's an interesting way of saying I don't know if you are born to win. I think very few winners exist, right? It, there's far more losers than winners in life. Well, my, one of my favorite quotes, that the winners and losers both set the same goals. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody goes to UFC like, I'm going to lose this fight right, today. Right, right. But there are fewer uh, UFC champions than there are UFC participants, True, right? 100%. But you have to put yourself in the game, and, and you know they're all, they're all within a fraction. That's at the elitist levels, mm -hmm. right? When you start talking about in business – you don't have to, there's not one title, right? When you're talking about real estate, you can all win in that. There's always going to be more losers than winners, but you can win because it's not a zero sum game. Right. And there's not one championship. Right, right, right. There's not one champion in business. There's a Microsoft, but there's also Larry Ellison with Oracle. And there's also Elon Musk. There's also, you know, there's multiple billionaires. Mm -hmm. There's not room for just one. It's not Highlander. Yeah. You know? They've all conquered. They've all, <laughs> they've all conquered cult. their fears, right? Have you seen the Highlander cult? No, Have I think seen? we talked about this. And no. <laughs> what it, what is In it? The Award Awards of Ricky Bobby won the award, Academy Award for what? Best movie ever. <laughs> I've never. What is I it? I saw Highlander. It sucked. No, no. I, no, don't. No. I, get, I mean, it's I, a late, I think we should have to watch. A little it. late. I feel like we should make you watch it. Though I know. I'm still. Awesome. <laughs> I'm getting call from next. Barbara. Next good. card. <laughs> I never worry because I know who I am and I know whose I am. Hmm. Mm. Whose I am. Uh, oh, that's we've talked about that before about if you kill off your masters and you're responsible to yourself. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. So I think this means you know, do you belong to yourself? Do you belong to others? Where where are you mentally controlled for that? I think it could be. I think it could only mean one of multiple things. It could mean that, or it could mean somewhere in the lines of be content in the fact if you are surrounded by loved ones. Yeah, I think you could look for whatever. Is it coming, kind of going back to that? You know, a poor man is not someone that. Uh, a poor man is someone that wants for more, not someone that has less. Kind of that idea. But I also think being controlled by others is probably strong. Desire is the catalyst that enables a person with average ability to compete and win against others with more natural talent. Amen. I've known a lot of people, especially in this industry, in the real estate industry, that just through sheer will of effort will outbeat the best salesman in this business. Sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, just because they're willing to go out in 118 degree heat in Las Vegas and right. bang on yeah. 400 doors and yeah. just go at it. And they're not the most attractive. A lot of we've talked about that too, that, you know, having a pretty face or, you know, having a, you know, handsome jawline or whatever is not guaranteed for success, right? Some of well, the most successful. Are you talking about kind of, I'm not kind talking kind about I'm talking about jawline. I'm not talking about But the, those, you've seen them all and I don't want to, I don't want to be, gender specific or whatever but there's that 60 year old guy who's out there hustling and grinding and mm -hmm. really puts himself out there there's a 55 year old lady who's just dominant in the market and focuses mm -hmm. and takes it seriously those people will have some of the best numbers there are and you would you wouldn't think you'd think it's an appearance there, game you yeah. think it's this and that well, there's a good book called uh 
it's more geared towards commercial real estate, but it's really geared for entrepreneurs called knowing isn't doing. I love that. Mm -hmm. Knowing isn't doing, meaning you can be as smart as you want. You can be the smartest guy in that room, but if you're not doing the actions, you're going to be left behind. I, I think, I think there's a lot to be said about, like I always tell people I operate in real estate with a scalpel. Like you can either operate with a scalpel or a sledgehammer. sledgehammer. I'm much more of a scalpel guy, but that doesn't mean to say that if you want to use a sledgehammer, now it takes a long time to learn how to use a scalpel, mm-hmm. but you can pick a sledgehammer up and start swinging it tomorrow. Sure. And yeah, I yeah. think you can probably get, I mean, if you think back to my career, I probably, when I was swinging the sledgehammer, got great results. I've just learned over time through education how to use a scalpel. Right. So there you go. I like that. There you go. Um, next one. Good action today will produce good living tomorrow. I think we, t- we t- how many times we talk about this in here, which is the decisions you make today affect your tomorrow, right? The people you choose to surround yourself with the actions, everything that happens, you know, it goes, I mean, you know, we talked about my countdown timer for, for trying to get in shape and you know, how's that going? Cause this is not know, going good for me. I don't, no, I'm just saying, I, I look at the countdown and I think, I, I think I'm gradually coming down. I stopped getting on the scale every day. Cause I just think it's, I think it's bad for yeah, me, yeah. but, um, but but yeah, I think I think it's it's the little efforts every day. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Consistency over time is results. Oh, always consistency over time. The depth of your spirit will determine the height of your success. That sounds like a bumper sticker to me. I'm just going to throw it out there. Can we that's talk bumper. about bumper stickers? Like, you know what, how Cole, annoying! How have we not talked about bumper stickers? God, at this point? I don't know, but. Who puts bumper stickers on their cars? Who tattoos perfectly beautiful bodies? I don't know. Yeah. Just no, stuff. I have way bigger problem with bumper stickers than, than tattoos. Oh, yeah. Like, God. have you ever seen a really bad tattoo? Yeah, but have you seen a good bumper sticker? Yeah. <laughs> no, you've not. Honk if your horn is broken. <laughs> I'm honk, telling you. Honk if your horn is oh. broken. That's is, is that... Could you be friends with somebody that pulls up with bumper stickers? Hands on their car. I don't understand people that put political bumper stickers on their car. Crazy to me. It's it's bizarre. But it's It's always those people. Fifty percent of people out there don't agree with you, and so you're just subjugating your car to yeah to whatever damage whatever damage you're going to get. I just I cannot stand the bumper sticker. It bugs me. People still do bumper stickers. Oh, all the time. I I, see it all. You know where I see? Never mind. I'm not going to get there. No, I see it all the time in certain neighborhoods. It just shocks me. It's certain just cars. Say Summerlin, bro. No, it's not Summerlin, though. Oh, I yeah, get it. Oh, I get yeah. it. Green Valley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to cause a lot of hate on this one. <laughs> well, we haven't been canceled at this point, so yeah, there you go. Bumper stickers. Don't do it, guys. Yeah, speaking of which, if you're wa- if you're watching, if you're listening to this on one of your podcasts, oh, I got an announcement. I forgot to say this. We are now, which is actually hard to get, apparently. It takes a long time. We're now streaming on our heart radio oh we're streaming on iheart which is great so glad to be part of the iheart family it took a hot second to get there but glad to be part of that tell your sister to watch out i know look out but whatever you're listening to us on give us a give us a real quick there five star review please don't judge us by colt's contributions and uh yeah if you're watching us on youtube however you are push that and like smash subscribe button it does help the algorithm a little bit and try to get us some traction unless you're a bumper sticker person yeah unless you're a bumper sticker person then just go ahead and put i hate colt on the back (laughs) i will say this though i hate (laughs) I used to, I used to have, I used to have a bumper sticker making kit that I would make bumper stickers, a bumper sticker making kit. Like, yeah, you make, but just magnetic bumper stickers would make magnetic ones and you can put them on people's cars and see how long they drive around with them. Oh, we did that. We did that to a kid in high school and he went like three months. We put (laughs) 
a really Cole, nice you, one. Do you hate bumper stickers more than people that put the whole description of their family, including the number of children they have and their relative ages oh, on the back of the window? Yeah. But that's a bumper sticker in itself. It's kind of more of a window decal. I, I get it, but uh, people put too much personal information. Yeah, on their I mean, yeah. there's a lot going. Have on. you seen some people are they got like eight or nine kids? Could you imagine? Be horrible to have that. Dude, as somebody, usually the big suburbans. As yes. somebody that just went yes. to as somebody that just went to Disneyland again last weekend, no, I cannot imagine. I mean, no. dude, I we I have three kids. Oh my god, everything three, is so three expensive. Three's too many. Three's too many. We went to Mimi's or Marie Calendars. <laughs> yeah. Ah, good pies. Marie Calendars. Good pies. Four kids, Top two three adults. Pies. <laughs> Top three pies. Ah uh, man. Go. I mean, you gotta go the the apple. Pie number three. I mean, Apple's in there. All right, I give you. That. I, well, that's that's a nostalgia. Yeah, that's statement. why it's number. It's three. not the best. Heavy on no, the cinnamon or light on the cinnamon? Oh, heavy. Heavy on heavy. the cinnamon. Oh, like a good apple man. pie. Alamo, yeah. yeah, it's good. Yes, yeah, all. What good. else you got? Now, then you go. I mean, you gotta go Econ. with. No, <sighs> you kidding me? Pumpkin. Pumpkin number two. Lives you, knew pumpkin pump, you knew pumpkin was coming. Oh, that's amazing. You knew pumpkin was coming. Pumpkin's gross. But Did you say pecan? Like like a butter pecan pie? Oh, gross. Oh my god. Top three worst. So I grew up with butter tarts. I'll do like I'll do like a, I'll do like a chocolate French soak pie. That's all. I don't even know I think, what that I don't is. Know, I, you know, I, you never worked in a restaurant then. You never rated no. the dessert. The desserts. Number one, <laughs> chocolate soak pie. You ready for number one? Yeah. What is it? Banana cream pie. I, I like it. Yeah, I like it. But you know who's like got a good yeah. banana cream pie? Marie is Calendars. Calendar. Marie Calendars got one. You know who else got a good one? Is uh, what is it? Uh, Claim Jumper got a good one. Oh really? Are they still open? Isn't it they funny are. that the way we started this podcast, Colt was worried about the direction we're going to go, and we end up talking about cream pies. Yeah, we just was gonna, we knew it was going to be there. <laughs> Top three cream pies. <laughs> the depth of your spirit will be determined. No, I think we already read that because that's what we've got on bumper stickers. <laughs> the next thing, worry is the most significant factor that relates to the root of negative thinking. I totally agree with this. We talk about it all the time. This, again, goes back to being rooted in classic modern classic stoicism don't borrow trouble from tomorrow there is no good or bad only your perception of how things right. affect you and you suffer way more in your mind than you ever will suffer in reality from these situations and as i always you know the the, the motto i live my life by memento mori i've actually got a little charm that says it basically means death comes for us all remember death memento mori and next to death what is this that's what i you know it didn't kill me. What is this going to kill you? And I think that's too many people get too caught up in small problems that they won't even. And who was, I don't remember who this was. Somebody said this not too long ago and they said, here's a cool exercise. I don't remember who it was. If it's one of my friends and you see this, I'm sorry. I forgot which one of you said this. They said, next year you have a major problem or a major issue that happens. Write it down in a calendar appointment 30 days from now. Like put it in your calendar 30 days. So it pops mm -hmm. up on your phone. And then you'll be amazed at how little that actually affected you a month later, or if you even remember what happened a month ago. That is the world I live in because as an attorney, right, I'm constantly managing the problems of others. Yeah. And they become my problems, right? Because I gotta figure out how to how to manage them. Every time I, I look at a case that's closed, I go in my closed case files, we have to keep our files for seven years. And I'll look at it and I'll go, I remember when that case was actually bringing my whole world like to, to, to its knees yeah. mm -hmm. and it resolved quite reasonably easily good you know results got paid everything worked out yeah and i remember when that was the bane of my absolute existence yeah the, the world was caving in on all top the time of but there's, there's there's 40 cases like that where yeah. i looked at and i couldn't wait for that case to be closed yeah 
and then my don't even remember. Closed, I was already worrying about some other kid. And, and you, you know, don't even yeah. remember it. And you don't even remember it happening. Yeah, I've learned that one. Though. You ever meet people that are the complete opposite, though? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> there are major issues, and like, yeah, whatever. It'll work its oh. way out, and it's like, eh, you can't be like that always either. No, but that's all. Right? That that leads to huge problems because they don't it address does. them. Yeah, yeah you, you got to dive into it. But I, you know, it's funny. I always, me and my wife always laugh. I have a I have a philosophy in my house where the even out Gaffords. Like, yeah. if, if somehow something, if my car, if what if something breaks, whatever, and it costs me five grand, somehow, some way, five grand is going to show up. Yeah. Because it always does. Like, yeah. I just, I just looked at the horizon and expected to show up. And it's gotten to the point where I expect that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's, eh, you know, yeah. lost here, we're going to win there. And just even out Gaffords, which is funny. <laughs> That's life, though. It you is win, life. You lose. So. Yep. Oh, man, this is a good one. When you stop planning and preparing, you stop winning. It's, it's so fun, man. I got to tell you, if you've listened to our podcast before and you've taught, you've heard us talk about books, you've heard us talk about stoicism, you've heard us talk about laws of power, you've heard us talk about all of these things. There's no, there's no new information, man. It's, it's the same stuff that's been going on for thousands of years. And, and like, you, you know, fail to plan, plan to fail. Yep. You know, if you don't know stoicism, if you don't know to, where, to which port you sail, no wind is favorable. Right. It's all the same mm-hmm. stuff. If you stop having a plan for your life, you're, you're going to just, you know, you're drifting. And if you drift, you're going to fail. And people, yep. people yep. will, <laughs> it's funny how so many people will get so planned out and have everything going. But once things get going, they forget. You have to plan out even when you're successful. Well, that's, I what, mean, well, that's like, why mission statements exist, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why when you talk about yep. business, you talk about what are our core principles. Let's figure that out before we set ship or yeah. you know, set our ship out to sail. Because if, if that's not my North Star, then then we're directionless, right? Yeah. So you have that. And if you're true to those principles, right, you can always, if you have a question that comes up that's problematic, you go, what is our what is our core value? What is our What are we right. doing here? Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, we never do business plans more than a quarter at a time. You know, it's, it's always, it's always a quarter chunks sure. because we revisit them every quarter. We see how close, where mm-hmm. we were to achieving our goals, what happened. And we revise and we pivot if we need to, right. which means I'm never on the wrong course for too long because things change, man. Yeah. Right. Things, things constantly change. And part Especially of winning <laughs> is, is understanding the tra- trends and moving forward and, and, and changing when you need to change. Is that's a big part that's why that. the show is going to be called next month. I don't want to be a spoiler. <laughs> But the power move and NFT analysis with John Gaffney. And NFT analysis, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, no, look, I'm sorry because we were supposed to have the Snack Daddy on today. And and Snack Daddy, we'll get in with him. But, uh, but yeah, Ari, some point, buddy, going to get you in here. He got, I mean, he was at a board AB Yacht Club party in L.A. or something yesterday. So he got, he got held up. So that was that. <laughs> when you get that, I don't know. We'll get back to him. Uh, you can start from where, wait, hang on a second. You can start from where you are with what you've got and go to where it is, where, where it is you want to go. Okay. Sorry. It's like, you ever, yeah. you ever read a sentence where a there's lot, a bunch of like three of pronouns? And, yeah. There's like three and two the, lawyer, the yeah. lawyer read that one. No, it's like, it's yeah. like, do I have dyslexia? <laughs> it's yeah. like instantly I can't <laughs> read. read, but again, what this is saying is it doesn't matter what you got. It doesn't matter how much you got. You can get, there is a path to get to where you want to go. And you've mm-hmm. got to understand that. I think a lot of people have limiting beliefs. Oh, I'll never achieve that because I didn't start from X. How many people do you think in real estate? And I hate to keep bringing it back just to real estate, general business. business. Yeah. Real How, estate uh, is business. It is. It, is. Like it really is. How many people do you think legitimately suffer from imposter syndrome? Oh, I think, I think it's a huge oh, amount. Yeah. I, I think, I think, a, I think a huge amount. I think the, I think the reason that the 90%. majority of people 
in real estate, especially only earn, you know, 50 grand or whatever it is, 48,000 is the median income, whatever it is this year for real estate. But I think the reason that that is, is because they don't think they're worth any more money than that. Right. They're not. I mean, there's a, there's a great story that one of my buddies, Steve Sims told me and uh, I'm with Steve Sims. I don't remember who it was. Who it was. Maybe Steve. We'll go with Steve Sims. Steve I'm, Sims. Steve, Steve, I'm assuming you said this, but we're going to give it to you. Steve. We'll <laughs> give it to you. But um, it, it was at some point he was charging X amount of dollars to speak. And somebody called him and he just was busy and couldn't do it like so many other things and just decided to double his price. And they paid it. And after that, he never spoke for less than that again. And it's just funny how we have this perceived value of ourselves on our own minds mm -hmm. that we project onto others. I mean, how many times have you been in a negotiation about yourself? Whether I don't care where you work. If you work at, you know, Dairy Queen, you have to negotiate how much you make at some point. Right. At some point you put a dollar value on your value. You put it on there. And how many people have sold themselves short by taking an hourly job, by doing whatever they're doing, because they just don't think they're worth any more money than that. Right. Totally agree. Happens a lot. And it happens in what a, every industry. A part of me, though, too, does appreciate when people suffer a little bit of imposter syndrome. Yeah. It's a certain amount of humility, right? Yeah. There's, there's times when I've, I've gotten to the point where people will say, hey, um, you know, they have this question. I'll just say, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea because that's not the law I practice. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the best answer. So that's the best, in yeah, our I, business, especially, that's the best yeah, answer. A lot yeah. of Let me put you in touch with someone who does. But people will yeah. say, hey. Hey, can you do commercial? You're a residential. Yeah. Uh, okay, they fumble through it. Yeah. Right? I want somebody who's got enough imposter syndrome where they know their limitations. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just had this. Someone called me. We have meth house going up in Utah. I'm like, I know. <laughs> what's that cost to build? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good what's return. The, what's the, the return on that? What on the meth house you're putting? Uh, but it's we'll it's talk funny after because the show. <laughs> I, uh, thoughts and feelings no, of Colt Abaddon do not reflect it, the power. Yeah, but it's it's you know I said that I'm like I've dealt with it, but it's 20 years. Like, give me a day. Let me reach out to four different people mm -hmm. that I know in the meth world. <laughs> No, I don't, guys. No, but, you know, I know they've dealt with this kind of issue. So I reached out four different people, and I said, yeah. there's just, your answer. Just to clarify, somebody had a house that yeah. was previously used in this method. So it has to, that dealing, yeah. has to be remediated. Oh, it's such a yeah. pain in the ass. I'm shocked we don't uh, test for that a lot out here. No. Utah, it's a big time uh, deal. Yeah. In Utah. I think you can tell uh, right away. No, yeah. you can't though. Well, uh, I think I think I think the the pit bull chained up to the no. <laughs> chained up to the wheel. You know what? It, you know what? It, a lot of times it is. It's like an old grandma letting their grandkids. Yeah, and it, it's you'd never know, never know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. off subject, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, but anyway, my point is, is that I like people with a certain amount yeah, of humility. And John, John was talking down. about uh, one of his other business partners, Nick. Yeah. Um, one of his most endearing things is that you know. He asked him a question. He goes, I don't know the answer to that right now. No, 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 no. We, we were having I a don't know what you're talking. We about. were having a conceptual conversation. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, like, like well, explain to me you? what you're talking because, about. Like, straight to the no bullshit. Yeah, no, no bullshit. No, like, no bullshit meter. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Talk not to me like I'm too. Well, you know, today it, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I was on the phone today. I was on a zoom with a big hedge fund out of Irvine. And, um, I was talking to this guy and he was saying some phrases to me that I was like, like just right over, like just, the, just the financial terms. Like I knew what he was talking about once he started talking about it. But mm -hmm. when he threw out the buzzword, the hedge fund right. buzzword for us, it was over my head. I didn't know what sure. it was. Well, a lot of terms are different in different areas. Yeah. They'll say stuff in New York that you'll never hear on the West coast right. and vice versa. And if you're, yeah, be honest. Like, yeah, I hey, just, what's that mean? Oh, well, we well, refer to well, it as this. Well, and a lot of times they just put words together. Right. Be, like today I got revolving mezzanine line. Hmm. I'd never heard that before. I'm like, 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why is Re- it, yeah. Revolving mezzanine line. Okay. There's so many projects that you just have to always have this mez finance. Kind thing. of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of. Kind of. Kind of. We needed that. So, I mean, it, granted, great meeting going to come out in my favor. So it was a. It was. It was great to do. But but there you go. Okay. Value and purpose are about understanding the specific benefits you will help people receive if they receive what you have for them. This is, this is the truth. If you want to win in business, figure out how to solve people's problems. Be the person that solves problems for others and you yes. will be successful. Now keep in mind, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, I need to go out and learn how to get people root canals. No. So when they say I have a, I have a toothache, but it would behoove me to know the best Dentist, orthopedic dentist. surgeon, well, orthopedic surgeon in Vegas and have him in my phone and have a relationship with that guy. So when this person has a crisis, one of my people has a crisis at eight o'clock on a Saturday, I can call my buddy and see where we're at. Right. That would move me because there is, if there's anything more, there's nothing more valuable in business. You know, Brad Lee says, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. I think there's no more valuable service than being able to connect the dots for people. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan Fleischman said, uh, says all the time, my superpower is my phone. Yeah, my contacts list is my For superpower. Real. I can connect people. Anything you need, I got. I I have the answer in my phone somewhere. Yeah, connectors do well, and I can connect this. Learn to connect the dots. If you're someone mm-hmm. that you don't have a lot personally to offer because of where you are, maybe you're not at a school yet. Maybe you're not in a position of power within a job. Learn to be the person that people go to to connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need a new car. Oh, I got a guy you should call for that. I need insurance. I got that guy. I got this. Collect people that yep. are good at stuff. This morning, when I was on with the hedge fund guy uh, this morning, he asked me, because the guy that had connected me with him said, how do you know this person? Like, what's the relationship? And I said, oh, you know, I've known this guy for years. And I said, quite frankly, um, when I met him, he is exceptional when it comes to building brand imaging just exceptional at it. The, the work. And he goes, Oh my God. Yeah. I love what he did with this project in, 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 uh, in California. And I said, yeah, you know, when I find people that are exceptional at what they do, I tend to hang on to them in my circle, whatever it is. And the guy's like, that's a great way to look at things. So when you find people that are good, stay connected with them, man, stay connected. Totally agree. Good you, way to do You're it. good at that. You do. A, you always do. I try. Well, that's yeah, why you're, you're here. Good Cole. With it. That's why you're here. Yeah. This would be boring if it wasn't for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, guys. Bumpers, we're, man, we're a little over now. We're, over. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We're going to call. We're going to talk about more about how to win when we come back. And Colt will probably, you know, what? I'm going to let you hijack the show with whatever you want to talk about oh, for five ooh. minutes. So we have that to look That's forward to. Come back. Five minutes. Wait. Well, yeah, because <laughs> if it's good, we're going to start with. Yeah, look, start we'll with start with five, five minutes, and we'll go from there. Two hours and we'll see what happens. We'll be back in just a second. We'll get in the weeds. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we've, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. Back from the break, part two today, we are talking about, of course, how to win. Zig Ziglar's book, Born to Win, but more importantly, some other things. You know, as you guys sit here and, and manhandle these cigars, <laughs> I feel the need. I feel the need to do something, and, and you need to understand why. This isn't like the OnlyFans chick where she has the link to things you can buy her or whatever it is. I, I think that's how that works. Right. I don't really personally know, but there, but you see it in Instagram. That bios. is how it works, right, and okay. I just found that out. <laughs> right, and I'm going to do that. See if just people buy okay. me shit. Okay. So I'm going to put an Amazon gift. 
hang registry? on. Hang on. Well, here's where I'm going. Here's where I'm going with it. So I do tend to get because people are super gracious and super nice to me. They send to send me at things a lot, and I love that. Um, I appreciate every time someone sends me something. But I feel the need to say this. I've said it before. I need to say it again, and only for this reason. Okay, well, let's not talk oh, about it because no, I no, really no, 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 no. You shut, you shut no. your, you shut let's your mouth. Just move on. You shut your mouth. No, let's we're talking about this. On. <laughs> only for this reason, which is this: I feel horrible when someone spends a bunch of money on something for me that I will never ever use. use all right. So for some reason, all right, people love to buy me two things. All right. I just want you to know, this is what happens to these two things when you purchase them. When you buy me scotch or, or you cigars. buy me cigars, they go to Colt. <laughs> so thank you guys. So, so no, no, thank you so, guys. Because it, it just, it just it. It's, I'm just saying this is where it goes. So if so you want, keep doing it. So if you want, if you want Double gifts down, to go to fact. Colt, yeah. yeah, you're actually because you know then if you think Chris about it, you're Connell smart. Scotch too. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just waste. saying. You're in a weird way. You're you're doing something nice because you're getting a gift for me, which I feel very grateful for and thankful. And then it goes to Colt, which he feels it grateful for as well. So you're actually double whammy. You are. But here's my Johnny Walker Blue. No, I do not. I do not not the oh, I, I drink and collect bourbon bourbon okay big difference not canadian it's like if you like if you go in my if you go into my office right now i got japanese whiskey the best you can buy i've got canadian whiskey the best you can get what's wrong with I canadians have, and japanese that, well okay no, see <laughs> wow. you're, you're turning this wow. on me which is terrible wow. we got and a again, canadian in and house. again I'll and again this wow. is not this is not because i am ungracious it is simply because i I feel horrible. Like I feel like I should smoke the cigar, and I should, should, should be a man. Drink the sc- oh, be a man, Jesus Christ. That's why, because everybody so, assumes you're a man. That's what men do, John. <laughs> this is what smoke men do. cigars and drink scotch yeah, and talk about <laughs> girls from back in the day. And we just men. Cold is 100 percent right. Here. Right? right? I, no, I we think, assume I, you're I, a man, John. Colt, I think we found your. Before we get back to born to win, I think we found your topic for the day. So, well, can we it? talk about? I mean. What's a what would be the best smelling c- candles that they don't make? I'm going to go with my top three, and I want your top three from each of you. <laughs> top three. I'm going to say candles. cigar sandals. Oh my god! Candles. They make that bacon. They make bacon. Remember when yeah. bacon was everything was ironically uh, bacon? Candles they I don't can't make, say, but should. I'll tell you something off camera about bacon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say cigar stuff that doesn't. St- Stick to the walls, right? That's oh, humidor smell. I am trying to get away from no. Cigars, so cigars do. There are candles and smells, right? They talk about okay. tobacco. Right, well, let, let's, okay, let's number one. I'm here, pretty let me sure they have candles one. that smell like everything. Oh, no, the, my number one pasta water. You know when you make pasta, that water smell. Oh, wow. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Give me two more lifetimes and I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, the pasta, pasta water. Yeah. Pasta uh, water. Candles. Pasta water. And <laughs> cigar smell amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Who gave us these cigars? I, well, I think let's back up. I think a better mm-hmm. thing is not candles they don't make. I think it's odd smells that you love. I think is what it is. I'll tell you what one of my favorite smells in the world is is well. no it's it's chinese plastic beads and what i mean by that is what? when I, I i no i love the smell of mardi gras beads because it reminds me of being at mardi gras oh, so when i'm cleaning stuff out when I'm open very... it up, yeah it, it is memory inducing stuff you know what's interesting <laughs> i actually have these in my desk and here's a little fun trip for you here's a fun tip for you kiddos um you can anchor 
positive feelings, with confidence, with love, with happiness, with whatever it is, through smell, easier than just about any other any other census. I think it's number I, one. I have one. It, I have in my in my office desk. I'll try to find it, put the link up. Um I'll put the link up in, in the bottom of the podcast wherever you're watching. Or if you're on YouTube watching, I'll put it there. But I have these little sticks that have distinct smells. And what you do is you basically project yourself into a place of, of you, you, it's, it's like a little mental, like a personal hypnosis deal you have to do. And you just kind of project yourself into like a great place. Like one of them smells like fresh cut grass, which who doesn't have great memories oh, of yeah. that? Yeah. Like going to the golf course as a kid, Saturday blah, 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 blah. Morning, just, yeah. And literally you just bust this thing out and you just smell it and it will put you in whatever state that you have kind of programmed yourself self to do. But I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of that. I went and hugged my dog the other day. She was having a nap and I went, give her a hug and <sighs> she had that dog smell, but not like bad dog smell just a warm comforting dog smell and i immediately transported back oh. to being eight with my grandpa's dog yeah and like playing yeah. cards in their house in a different city yeah. different country it's crazy how quickly immediately you transported i i'm like i've never noticed that my dog gave me yeah the smell memory of my 100%. grandpa's dog 100 so, really nice. you, know you know what candle we could make a million dollars what we could make millions of dollars with Pasta if water. you could make a candle that smelled like a baby's head belle delphine you know how many do. women would buy that? No, no, no. Think about it. no, because you know my wife Let's loves to it. smell a baby. She sure. just the smell of that. I don't know, it's a mixture of the baby, it's whatever. A baby powder, and it's a whatever. Yeah, thing, it's yeah. just you, you make a baby head candle. Like I just thought, baby. What? Hold on, <laughs> and baby you can make it. In it's made of head? wax. Just, yeah, wax. Okay. It's not actually <laughs> a baby's head. No, it's not a real baby's head. But it's yeah, it's a wax. But I think I know somebody. I know a big. I know a big candle maker. We could probably make that happen. Yeah, it just to smell like her house smelled the baby smell. Baby smell candle. My wife would love that. My wife, my, every time we see a baby somewhere, like a like a real she small baby, she's like, she just wanna, walks over and I want to go smell it. that Pretty baby. Creepy. <laughs> no, dude, if, look, if you're broke and you got a newborn, you could go to the mall and be like, smell my baby for ten bucks, and mm-hmm. you could probably make rent. You probably yeah. could <laughs> rent with baby candles. <laughs> just letting your candles. baby. Nah. So, yeah. I, you know what's so funny is I was cleaning out my room <laughs> at my mom's house, going through stuff, and I found an old cologne there. And I sprayed it. I'm like, oh, it took me back to high school. Jupe, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, <laughs> John, the youp. The youp. Yeah. Uh, did I ever tell you about my youp? My, my, How much you hate youp? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Better. So <laughs> we, we're, we're out in Dallas one night. This is years ago. We're out in Dallas, and we wind up going to a club in Dallas. And uh, one of the guys we were with is in the bathroom at the stall, and he's using, he's using the, the urinal, right? <laughs> so I look over. The, there's always the bathroom guy. Did you try there, to right? smell him? There. No, I didn't oh, smell okay. him. No, no, I didn't smell him. But there's always the bathroom guy sitting there, and I look over, I see a bottle of youp, right? So I grab the youp and he's in the urinal, and I think I sprayed him like twenty oh, times. God. I mean, I covered him in the youp, right? A move. <laughs> but it, no, but here comes the god smack. You ready? Because here comes the god smack. Because and again, this is years ago. Daddy, but I had a little bit too much to drinky, right? A little too many cocktails going down to me. So we get in the, in the cab to take us back to the to the. There was like six of us in a, in a van cab, Whoa, right? And, you're and smelling smell it. the oh, and it's like one of those things where like the yeah. heater was on about eight degrees too high in the cab, and you're just God, like, just roll down oh, the window. And here comes he, yeah. So it actually made me sick. Backfire. My, my Backfire. Own, God smack. That's yeah, a God there smack. you go. Actually, there you go. My own joke. God what, smacked me in the face. What is three things about you people would be surprised by? Like I, the smell thing remind me of this and then people come up and they're like yeah, is it, is you're it, funny wait, 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 real quick. is this your official hijack right here you want me is hijack this the, is this the uh, official five minutes I'm hijacking, hijacking. <laughs> but i need your i want i want to know i i'm curious what are top three things people would be if they've met you or they know you yeah they'd be surprised about i'm an absolute fangirl of sex in the city are you? what 
Yeah, watched every single one. Loved the show, not the movies. I watched You're the movie. And Girl with Sex in the City. All right. really, That's number really, one. Because it gave me these positive memories. It was like something my sister and I connected on years ago. Um, okay. It, just, yeah, it, yeah, it was just one yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah. And it was my first time when I was, and I'd moved out, and you're right. kind of trying to figure out how the world works, and you see people doing different stuff. And I don't know, it just gave me kind of a, yeah, like a warmth. It. it was like a warmth to the show. Oh, yeah. That's, That's something I wouldn't, uh, and, and I do hot yoga. Hot yoga. Good see you. Do hot, hot yoga. See, I'm not surprised by that. Nah. Yeah, man, all spandex. Just, I'm sure. No, I'm not no. surprised. I go gorilla style with it. It's all just mm, nice. Wow. What's your third? Fight what, tees and, what's your third thing? Shit about myself. I wouldn't. I don't know. What about you? You got three there things. Was, uh, three There's things that people, that people wouldn't know. I'm I would kind of that wouldn't wouldn't know about me. Yeah, that that I'm kind of an open book. I'm pretty an open book. Otherwise, ah. Let's see. All this with all this confidence that I sort of ooze. I was absolutely tortured as a kid when I was in like oh, yeah, me eighth too. grade. Yeah, me too. I mean, chased around school by bullies, ostracized, like the whole thing, like tortured. Were you the big kid? No, Tall? no, no, no. I was the mouthy kid. And, uh, mm. and, and, you know, again, God smack, I kind of, I kind of deserved it, but you know, so all my friends decided to pick on this one kid in, in school. And so I chimed in on it and he was like, Oh really you? And all of a sudden me. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, I, and then, and then it turned like everybody turning on me. So I kind of had it coming, I guess, but yeah, I've completely ostracized for about a whole year through eighth grade. Yeah, there. so There's one of them. So yeah, so yeah, it hasn't always been sunshine yeah. and sure. sunshine and rainbows there, kids. Yeah, There's I that. always think that. I'm like, people are shocked. Like, for me, I love flowers. To get flowers, just to flowers, not to get them. I mean, if someone wants to buy them, sure, I'll take them. But like, just flowers. I could sit out and just stare at flowers sure. all day long that's and nice. smell them. I love flowers. You love okay. love that, flowers. I think that's wonderful. Huge Nora Jones fan. I love Nora Jones. Oh, yeah, there you go. I don't know what else would be surprised. I love weddings. Weddings? No, weddings. Like you love weddings? weddings. You love weddings. I don't know what else, but yeah, that was just shocked because I've had people come up and they're like, they get to see a different side of us yeah, on I, this podcast, I, I, I and it just shocks people. Like, yeah. hey, you're not an asshole all the time. No, I just no, don't know. There's not. anything about me that people be like, oh my god, I can't believe that. Like, that's shocking. That's why I mean, I'm your trying to Spice think about Girl it. phase. No, there's no spice, spice phase, but I just, I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I'm literally sitting here trying to think and I'm like, there's nothing that I can think of that would be like disaster. It would be like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Well, no, not disaster. I think people just have a, a like I said, I mean, people, multiple, I mean, three or four people have come up and like, uh, you're funnier than what I would yeah. think. Cause you're an asshole and business type yeah. of deal. I think so. I think people are just assumption of us that there's things that I don't know, like to me, just weird. Nothing. I don't know. Johansson told me to go fuck myself one time. Did she? Uh, she's. Did she really? She's a yeah. hot girl. I got a lot of those kinds of stories. Yeah. I don't think anybody wouldn't believe that. No. No. I could that's, see. That's I could see Scarlett telling go f off. Yeah. But no. back to the candles. Let's get that baby head. Let's baby, get that baby, baby head candle. Baby head Cold, candle. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, that was not the. That was not your, not your best hijack. No, I was trying. I was question. just. I was that's intrigued. Not a right question. You asked me like, what's better, a fig newton? What's my favorite Oreo? I can tell no, you. No, I was. I was just go curious. You, you want me to go real deep? No, 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 no. Bagels. You want cheddar cheese or cream cheese? Asiago. Oh, cream cheese on a bagel. No cheddar. All, All right. day long. <laughs> Get back to the oh, book. Yeah. Back to the book. Back to the book. Back to the book. We're talking, again, we're talking about Amazing. how to born to win by Zig Ziglar today. Amazing. And this, in this, we've talked about a lot, which is this, which is if you're not, you know, it basically says when you've got a strong enough why, you can always find the how. 
Um, you got to drill down and figure out why you're doing something before. And if it doesn't make sense to you why you're doing it, you're probably a not going to be good at it. B not stick with it very long or C put much heart into it. So you better be able to attach a tangible why to what you're doing instead of just going on, which is why a lot of times with real estate, again, we keep bringing it back to that today, but we you know when I coach my agents that work for me, we, I don't just put a dollar figure. Like if you put a, do, a dollar figure is empty, 25, 35, $50,000, whatever it is in a quarter, it's an empty number, but you need to attach it to something that's going to happen because you get that money. Mm-hmm. I can pay my kid's tuition. I can buy a rental property. I can put money away, I can get a new car. I can get out of debt. I can do these things. And when you attach real tangible things to these, to this, these goals in real wise, that are drilled down to you at a human, in a human nature, it, it really, really works. You know, I think not enough people take the time to drill things down to their core of what they are. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a great example of this yesterday. So my daughter, Roma, is quite possibly the messiest human on the planet. I don't know where she got it. Disagree. Because I'm not messy. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, not me- I'm not that messy. And she just, I mean, literally just leaves stuff everywhere. Yep. Like, I mean, open a bottle, leave it there. You know, if I open a package of like, it goes on the floor. It it just kids everywhere. It's everywhere. But but hang on, but hang on. So we have we have we have been telling Roma for the last probably three months, babe, you're you're the messiest kid. Like you've got you're you're too old for this. You got to start cleaning up after yourself. And I really thought about what it was to be messy the other day. And shockingly enough, it's very similar to what it means to be late all the time. Mm -hmm. So I shifted the conversation from you are very very messy to you are incredibly inconsiderate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are being incredibly inconsiderate of everyone around you, yes. just expecting them to clean up after you. Right. And that, you know, messy, oh, you're, whatever, dad, I'm not that mad, I'm not that mad. No, no, you're being really inconsiderate. And when you do that, it's showing a lack of respect and a lack of love to your mother in particular. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, whoa. Like if you are someone that is late all the time, you're just not casually late, it's not funny, you're a dick. <laughs> right. You have no concept of other people's times. You just, you think you're more important than they are. People, they, people remember that. You might not remember that you are late to meet clients or whatever. Mm -hmm. They remember that. And people, people that know the value of their time, which are the people you want to do business with, Mm -hmm. or you should be in that person is they don't forget that. No. You can show up once late and they'll be, eh. But twice, three times, well, they're re- done with it. Remember you. this too. I told you at the beginning of the of the broadcast today that I said, uh, you know, I'm pretty good at identifying traits of narcissism. One of the number one traits is people that are always late. Yeah. If you are consistently late, that means you value your time over the time of everybody else right. on the planet. And I'm talking to you, doctors. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. I went <sighs> off on a doctor <sighs> once, and oh, he put me in. Worst. It was a probably worst time to go off on a doctor worst. i'm like i've been here for an hour and a half i got shit to do you think your time's more valuable than mine blah 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 he's like sorry the lady next door the stillborn death blah blah, blah. i'm like ah oh, shit okay. that is you know yeah i, I was like this doctors doctors because but, no, no, no. I, they I, are like me and lawyers when you're managing other people's problems yeah right you can't predict things, right? If, if it's one of those things where it's, yeah, I have, I have meetings from 9 to 12. Here, but let me back up. Let me back up. I have, I, I normally try to book doctor's off appointments first thing in the morning. Right. Yeah. Like, what is your right. first up, appointment? Yeah. Right. So I'm sitting in a room for 25 minutes, and it's your first appointment? Yeah. That's on you. And that happens a lot. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. not yeah. okay. I, I get it. appointments I, I, and first I, I, I get it when you get somebody that comes in the office and they want more attention and you got to spend 25, 30 minutes and just backs the whole system up. I understand that. Yeah. But when you're late for your first appointment. That's a good point. 
Yeah, yeah that's the that's the one I'm. That's, that's the one I'm get griping first, about. First first flights out in the morning. Yeah, so no one gets backed up on those two. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the one I'm griping about. Man was designed for accomplishment, engineered for success, and endowed with the seeds of greatness. Sure. Well. I mean, I think, yeah, this is Zig Ziglar's belief that you were born to win, man. You were actually, you know, you are, you have all the tools in the world. I mean, what is it? How many sperms are there? What are you, one in how many? Millions. Ten million. Ten million or something? Dude, you made it. You made, you woke up today. You made it. One in ten million. Eighteen hundred million or something. Yeah, whatever it is. But you, you, you won it. You, be, you have beat the longest odds you will ever face. I'm trying to think of that lyric from a Deftones song. Have you seen the, uh, <laughs> the memes where it's like, got three sperms, one's uh, you know, cancer doctor ones yeah. this, and then it's like you. me. Yeah. And then yeah, there's you. you. You're worthless there's shit. You. Yeah, <laughs> good job. Good well, job, buddy. But to, but to your point, like I, I like some of the rah-rah that a lot of these books promote mm-hmm. because they're there for the individual reader who's reading them. And it's like, yeah, you have all the tools to win. But, again, I think sometimes people don't have their priorities right to even know what winning looks like. Right? Or believe. So I want to win. I want a Ferrari. So, well, that's not necessarily winning. No. Win, Ferrari's okay. not winning. Yeah. It's it's like you said. It's the poor man. Yeah, doesn't have enough as opposed to having you know. Poor man wants, rich man wants for wants for nothing. Right. It's just if you're if you're somebody that's sees success as having a loving family and you're that very kind to them and nice mm-hmm. to them and you have an I love you household and all that stuff. You know, you're I don't. Success. You're winning. Well, you know, and it's the same. It success is different for everyone. Like I have a partner currently in one of the businesses that the dude is a machine. He works seven hours, seven days a week, constantly working, working, working. I'm not going to do that because to me, that's not success. Success mm-hmm. is spending time with my, my family and my kids. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I, you know, I only got them until they're 18. Right. Is it 90% of the time you spend with your children is before they're 18 years old. And then you're going to get it sporadically the rest of your life and less mm-hmm. and less and less and less until they come to your funeral. And, uh, and, and I'm, I want to enjoy every day, every, every, every minute that I can right. with, with those kids that, you know, they're determined to make my life more difficult on a daily basis yeah. by doing <laughs> right. things. But yeah, but that's like, and to me, yeah. that success is being yeah. able to do that. You know, that's what it is to me. Isn't it funny when you think about that? If you think about the logic of having kids, right? You can't find to me much, much logic in the process, right? It's one of the most expensive part-time jobs you can ever have. Oh yeah. It is one of those things where you, you just worry, you spend the rest of your life after having a kid worrying, worrying and stressing out and living for them and blah, blah, blah. And then they're out of the house and it's gone. And it's like, what is the tangible net benefit? Well, what, well, like, well, you're trying your ge- genetic. Yeah, you're, well, no, no, you're, you're, it's it's like hiring somebody to do a job in forty years, and you just pay for you pay them up front and be like, come back in forty years and take care of me, do the job, and you hope it happens. Yeah, you, you hope it happens and it doesn't. But essentially, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, you can have everything in life you want if you're just willing to help enough other people get what they want. Again, back to connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Opportunity is walking through your life every day in the form of people you meet. Man, how true so is true. that? You know, don't be afraid. I think this is, and especially in some of the circles that I, I started running in, and this is what, I, I'm going to teach you a great lesson today. And here's what it is. As you level up in life and you surround yourself with different people, right? You, you are probably, you may be at, you may be at like, we'll just call it level four, where people are starting to get up on the come up and they're starting to work. They're starting to get forward. Everybody on level four is faking it till they make it. And they don't want anybody else on level four to know they have any problems. Right. They don't want to let it up. By the time you get up to level nine or 10, the people that are up there, as soon as you talk to them in the course of conversation, they're going to say, this is what I need help with. What do you need help with? And they'll just tell you. Sure. Because they're done fronting. They're done fronting, trying yeah. to impress yeah. anybody. They don't give a shit. They understand that there is a fast lane to success. 
and it's through other people. You make connections with people that can help you. You can help others. Now, again, it's like we talked about before. It's like a bank account. You can't just always make withdrawals. You got to make some deposits with these people. Mm -hmm. But again, case in point, sitting sitting at my buddy uh, Josh's house this weekend in Newport, and I'm like talking about something I got going on. He's like, you know, what challenges are you having? And I'm like, this is what I need apparently revolving mezzanine line tech. <laughs> and he literally sitting there line over double. my I'd kids, like that too. over my kids making s'mores. He makes two texts, text to two people. And I've assumed today, and, and that's well on its way to getting done. He didn't have to do that, but he did it for me. And, and it's the same thing. I would do anything, anything I can do to help him. But when you get to those higher levels, people discuss problems because they understand somebody else probably has the answer. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think at that level, you are at that level because somebody helped you along that way. So yeah. I think you are obligated. Well, like, but, but, but the point, the point of it wasn't wait till you get to that level to act no, that way. Yeah. The point well, is act that way now, act that way now. Yeah, and yeah. you'll get to the level eight much, yeah, much faster to end up because dude, if I look back at my life, how much time I spent pretending to be something bigger than I was, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, I could have got, I could have got to where I'm now 10 years ago. If I just would have got out of my own way and quit acting the part mm-hmm. and just started asking for help. Yeah. Ten yeah. easily ten years. So Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. There you go. Yeah. All right. Practice is simply preparation for success, which I agree. Um, if you're in sales, you know, I you know what I'm gonna spin off today, give you a little tidbit that I don't even know if I've given this on the show before. Maybe I have because it's one of my standards. But I'm in the cart today driving to the other side of town to a meeting and I get a phone call. Hello, this is John. Hey, John, this is blah, blah, blah from blah, blah, blah. How you doing today? I hang right. up that call. Okay. Just, hang I'm on. over it. So I said to the guy, I know you're a telemarketer. I'm not interested. What? Now, here's the deal. You're, this is how your brain works, in case you didn't know this. Your brain is eliminating things out of the daily. Out of, your, your brain, in its pure reptilian state, is designed to keep you alive. That's yes. really all it's designed to do. We're teleological. Yes, that's it. So you're basically your brain goes, your brain just goes, okay, the blender that's sitting on the counter, not going to kill me. Don't have to worry about the blender. Right. The ceiling above my head, not going to fall in on me because I've seen it not falling enough. That and I, I haven't heard anything to no, make me change that. I haven't heard anything, so I'm not even going to think of it. So you don't even think about the ceiling. Right. So your brain is looking for ways to categorize things that you don't have to think about at all. Right. It's just what it's looking to categorize. For example, the minute when, you say, yeah, no, for example, how when, are you doing? Today? Well, hang on. But when you, when you go to a clothing store, when you go to a clothing store, right. And you see the person coming, coming towards you, salesperson, what are they going to say to you, Colt? How what are they going to help say? you today? Can I help you find something? something. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, before, and if you know what you're looking for, you don't want to deal with them. Are you already just waiting for them to shut up before you can say, nah, I'm I meet good. them at the pass and say, good. I'm just browsing. I'm not, whatever. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I don't good. want you to come near I'm me. good. Right. But you see them coming and your brain has already programmed you to the yeah, point right. where you already know, you know exactly how this interaction is going to go. Right. I already know. I'm like getting mad right now. Think about right, just thinking about it. Just, just thinking about it. Right. So <laughs> we, if you are working on the phone as most realtors do, because we have to call leads. And you and you do that. It doesn't matter what you say on the front end. If you end it with, "How you doing today?" That is every telemarketing script yep. from the from the police benevolent association to uh, an insurance salesman to the solar people to everybody in the world. How you doing today? So whoever you're talking to immediately characterizes you as somebody they don't want to talk to. I end that call now. Yeah, totally. It it took me years to get up the confidence in the Mm people-pleasingness. I'm a bit of a people-pleaser in my soul, okay? It's that Canadian in me. The minute I hear that now, I am quicker than 
fucking shotgun Willie like quick well, draw McGraw. You're, do, you're, do, you're doing you're doing well, you're, do, you're doing him you're doing him a favor by hanging up on him. Oh, what 100%. I do is I, what I do is tell him how terrible their pitch is. I'm like, bro, you, as soon as you said how you doing today and that down tick, and it's always a, it's the yeah. same temper, how the same tempo. How you doing today? I'm like, I know you were telling Mark that I was done with you before you even opened your mouth. Doesn't matter what you're selling. You can even call me and tell me you're going to give me a million dollars. I wouldn't even hurt it. I, I, I've already hung up the yes, phone. Yes, because my brain is categorized. So if you are someone that sells via the phone, when you when is the last time? You, like for example, again, when is the last time you called one of your friends and said, "Hey, Chris, it's John. How, how are you doing, doing today? today? Never. When I call you, I'm like, "Yo, what's up? Yeah. Hey, hey, what's happening? I mean, whatever. When you call somebody on the phone, build familiarity. Put them in a positive state to receive whatever you're saying by talking to them in a way that their friends would talk to them. Don't talk to them like a salesman because you're going to lose them. So that's that's my little tidbit for that. That's one of the most valuable things. People call you at like 7.30 in the morning. They yeah, always when did call that become okay? When does that become it's like okay? 7.30 in the morning. It's always a police fund. And I'm like, you yeah. guys. I always say oh. I'm on a federal do not call list. Oh, I, I just say I'm too. on the federal do not call list. Yeah, do not oh, call I'm list. sorry. Thank you. And, hang up. and they're done. I don't even do that. I hang up on them. But, but, so but, but the point here, the, the rules of slide I read. I so read what would was, you say? So, so what is your kind of take to get on that? Build something constructive. If I call you and I want to sell you whatever bullshit. Yeah. I, I don't know. What am I selling you? Huh? Fucking so it doesn't matter widgets. Call it widgets. We'll go right for business school. Widgets. Uh, you're selling me. Yeah, because we'd have to have something. You know, hey John, what's going on? Um, do you have any interest in buying these fucking widgets? I have like literally, well, I, like okay. I'm not. I, I, I have to okay. The I, I, have, I have two techniques for that that I would say. Number one is build familiarity by talking to them like a friend, which is you know, hey, I'd be like uh, when you answered, hey, I, 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 no, I'd, I'd be like, <laughs> Hello, Chris I, I, I'd, 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 I'd be like Chris, hey, it's John, what's happening, man? And you're like, so now instead of thinking salesman, you're guy? thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking that. Who is this person? But now, what are you subconsciously going to do to to figure out where I go in the filing cabinet? Yeah, you're hey. going to listen intently to me. Yeah. to figure out who I am. Yeah. Right. Now, the second thing I would do is I call it a double question because it makes them skip a beat. You know, it's like, hey, it's John. I just saw you on our website. We're surfing for properties. I'm just calling to see what you know what we can do to help with your home search. What are you looking for in a home? Like, I don't even give them a chance to respond, and I damn sure don't waste their time asking how they are. How's the weather? What? Let's go. I'm going to skip their brain by telling them who I am, why I'm calling, and then I'm going to ask them a question that does not end with yes or no. Yep. And it damn sure is not. What can I do to help you? Because then it's like, yeah. oh, nothing. I got. I'm just browsing. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I want to know what you're looking for in a home. I go right to that. Right. Bang, bang, bang. Because now it's like, it's, you know, and it skips their brain. Because again, most times, if you use that technique, they're waiting for you to to stop so they can tell you, I don't need any help. I'm just browsing. But you're asking them a question that they cannot answer in that fashion. Yeah, so for real estate, I think there's particular ones because you can be useful and people don't always need a home. They could be investors or whatever, yeah. right? So if you're to say, hey, did you check out this property on this? Like if you have something, yeah, right? Like Tangible. you have a little but bit of a, a, a value add. It's all about familiarity. It's hey, all just about you, just, just, I saw you were looking at this thing. Did you get a chance to look at this other one? Yeah. Whatever. Then they something. Go, oh, I didn't do, oh, is that a good deal? Like, you something. Know. You, you always have to have value add. If you don't have any sort of value add, if you're not bringing anything to the table, you're not, I mean, you can close deals, but, you know, in real estate, some of the best thing is calling and just creating a database with them and, you know, how can I help you, that kind of stuff, yeah. and then go to the source. You know, it might be a year, but I, I know a guy, he made 300000 his first, uh, uh, probably 18 months, first year, did nothing but just create a database 
a value adding for him. For. And then in that six yeah. months is when he made 300000 Yeah. You well, know, I mean, it gets back. Like, people the, don't do that. The card we're reading was practice is simply preparation for success. If you are in any type right. of sales business, you should be running your scripts. You should have a written script. Now, again, I don't like A to Z scripts. No. I like, I, you know, when we teach people here, it's like I teach them, an A to Z script is, is checkers. We teach chess and every piece has a place and this right. is when you play that piece. But you play 100% how you practice. Yep. If you don't bother to practice you're and you play like shit, you can't come or anything, you should not be surprised. So if you are not in a team environment, find yourself in, a, in any type of sales yeah. industry, Coach. find accountability, yep. an accountability partner. And if you don't have an accountability, an accountability partner, at least do this. Call your voicemail every single day and read your script as fast as you can into your voicemail because then at least you will internalize it. Because the worst thing you can do is sound like you're reading something. Yeah. yeah. That's the, worst the worst thing you can do. But if or you, say, hello, how are you today? Yeah. <laughs> hello, how are you doing today? Yeah. Hey, hey, how, how, are you today? how are you doing today? Chris? If anybody, yeah, if you hear this and you're still saying how are you doing today after this, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you just, that's your fault. I, I literally yeah. hate you and I don't want just you to ever quit. call me again. Just quit. You're done. You're done. Next card, winners expect to win. They expect victory and they expect success. Um, again, yeah. if you don't believe Mindset. in yourself, why is anybody else going to believe in you? It's just not going to happen. Demand it of yourself. Demand that of yourself. Not. For yourself, of yourself. Of yourself. Yeah, if you don't believe in yourself, Jesus, yeah. you're in the wrong business of anything. No kidding. Encouragement and hope are the two most powerful qual- uh, qualities that any person can provide to others. I love this because, you know, we just did our we just did our awards um, for Simply Vegas. And a big part of those awards are what we call the brand awards. It's our top 10 agents in the company. Yeah, I noticed I didn't win one. Yeah, you didn't win one. And it's the top friend, top agents. And the reason we call them the brand awards is because these people are running such huge businesses and doing so many deals that they really are the brand. They are a representation of the brand out in the marketplace. And I kind of read the same speech that I wrote every year for it. And a big part of it and the part that, that resonates to me is, you know, as they are, you know, creating new paths, they're reaching back to pull others forward. And I think that with all of your success, if you're not doing something for somebody else, the success becomes hollow very quickly. Sure. I, I think so. People ask me why I still have a team. You know, why do you still have a real estate team? 15, you own the brokerage, you own this, you own that. Why do you still have a team? Because genuinely, the team is where I find the most joy. Taking these yeah. people and, and seeing my people from my team win awards the other night was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so great. I take so much joy from that. And not of that, but just people that, so many people that got awards were on my team yeah. at one point or another. Well, it's funny because there's, great two or three people like you in our company. And it was funny, another guy, Gorton, sitting back, like he got top three, whatever. I don't know what he was, but mm-hmm. he was more proud of his team. Yeah. He was there for his team as a cheerleader, and that's awesome to see. Of I mean, course. You, and that's it, telling somebody, hey, you look good. Have you seen those stupid YouTubers just go by and say, oh, driving down the street, you look amazing. Nice like, hat, whatever. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Like, you can make – that Blow makes somebody's day, day, right? I love the like, guy, that the, the, like the muscle head dudes are leaning his car. The guy's, excuse me, guys, save some, some chicks, chicks for the rest yeah, of us. Yeah. <laughs> they start laughing. But it is like you make somebody's day, you know, you do. just by yeah. do that to your clients and you'll have a client for life. But don't you be do. disin- Here's the other thing, though. Oh, don't, don't be disingenuous. Yeah, don't no, be no, disingenuous. No. Like, yeah. Truly, the want Eddie Haskell syndrome. Yeah. Lovely hat, Mrs. Cleaver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, right now the millennials are like, who the hell is that? What's he talking about? Yeah, I hate that. I hate that fake. Oh, look at you. You look so good. Blah, blah, blah. And it's no, I hate really, that too. 
It's this syrupy ingratiation thing. I like John. Dreadful. John came in today. Chris, looking good in that blue. I like yeah, that blue suit. Sharp, sharp in the blue today, buddy. That's that's sharp in the blue. He means that, right? Yeah. Like, if you mean that, that means a lot from someone. When John He's says, trying, Colt, yeah. what the hell's with that shirt? That's yeah. stupid. I'm like, oh, thanks, John. Yeah. Trying to get me away well, from the best, the, 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 best, the best was, as you know, as as boys will be boys, as they do. Like, we have text groups and everybody gets stuff. Sure. One of our guys sent to the text group the GQ article on, uh, on how to... Shorn your testicles, we'll call it, is what it was. <laughs> and then Colt's response to it was, wow, uh, warm shower. I would have thought cold. And my response was, dude, do not put a vet's purse in the shower because I know she's where she <laughs> keeps those things. Such a dick. <laughs> I know that's where they actually keep But wouldn't you thought cold showers? I don't know. I don't know. Are we no, going to go no, there? No? No. We're, not, we're not going there. Okay. You had your chance. Yeah, you I'm sorry, guys. You know, we're gonna, I'm coming with the high. I'm hijacking 30 minutes we're gonna, next week. We're going to end the show because I think this little tidbit was the most important one that I no here it is ready this is it this this is if you take nothing else away from this on how to win here it is you ready winning isn't everything but wanting to win is so i have a a kid that um, just doesn't have a huge amount of competitiveness in her in her genetics in her dna Mm -hmm. i don't know where it comes from because i would chew through concrete and i'll lose i don't like the lose. yeah but she just doesn't have it you can't you almost, I don't know. Do you think that that's a just a? Wait, do you no, think it's a learnable? Well, it is. A it learnable is. trait to be oh, competitive, want to win through sports. We talked sports. about this. It's man, it manufactured adversity. Manufactured adversity. Because because yeah. she's never got to worry about beginning eating my polar bear right. or having to hunt with right. a spear. So she's in sports. She plays yeah. basketball and volleyball, but. I think even at that, it's still not. I think some people are just going to have that. Just well, maybe maybe she'll find something in life that she yeah. does want to, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if you don't, maybe it's be, just not her thing, yeah. but it's just, there are people though, where oh, your I natural hate, yeah. standing uh, yeah, no, blood I pressure rate is yeah. lower than others. There yeah. are type B personalities. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, do you know the difference between type A and B? People always kind of don't understand how that works, but type A and B is differentiated by locus of control. So a type A person feels a very internalized locus of control. I am in the center of my destiny. I control my destiny. And it's not narcissism. It's just where does the control? Everything that happens in this world is from my control Control. perspective. My my decisions equal my future. Type B is this world is happening to me. Yeah, no, no. And, you know, so type A and B is, is a huge kind of... Oh, you know, figure well, out I which think, one you are and well, how, to, how to work with it. Again, I think if you're not where you want to be, I mean, ask yourself, do you really want to be yeah. where you think you want to go? Right. Because I really everybody don't want six-pack. Yeah, want every, it, every, everybody wants really six-pack want abs. Yeah. We all know what it takes to get there. But do we really want to get where we are? Well, it's seven-minute abs. Seven-minute abs. <laughs> no, man. Remember no. the thigh master? No. Oh, no. Thigh master. Oh, man. Well, amazing. guys, as always, if you like what we do, make sure you like, subscribe, give us a little review. But if you like what we do, tell a friend, have them listen as well. At, join our army of t- over 10,000 subscribers now. But if you hate what we did, man, tell two friends because it doesn't matter if you're talking good or mad. What is it, Colt? As long as they're talking as about you. As long as they're talking about you. Except for Tom See Hanks. you next time. Except for Tom Hanks. <laughs> Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we have, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.